Yuma, Perik Base, Mishnah Gimel 2-3, and more on the Paisos, on these lotteries. So it says here, Apayas Hasheni, the second lottery that was performed every day. Again, this is not Yom Kippur, but every day of the year, in order to determine who would be the Kohanim, who would be doing the Avodah of that day. On Yom Kippur, again, the Kohen Gadol essentially does all these Avodahs himself, so no need for lottery. But the rest of the year, the second lottery to be performed, which was done according to essentially all Rishonim after the Trumas Tadeshim was completed, determined Mishochet, who'd be the one to do the Shechita, the slaughtering of the Tamit Shachar, Mizorek, who would do the blood application, Mimedashin, Mizbech Panimi, who would clean out the ashes from the inner altar. I'm going to go back and do these all. I'm going to show you the whole structure first. Mimedashin, Esa Menorah, who would take the ashes out of the Menorah, those are the first four. We have a total of 13 winners you'll see in a moment. Those are the first four. Umi male evarim lakevesh, who would be the koanim who would bring the various um, limbs and portions of the tamid after it had been quartered. Um, there would be a total of six different koanim who would bring these to the bottom of the ramp. And who were they, these six? The first, Harosh Varegel, brought the head of the animal and its hind right leg. The two front legs is the second. The the rump and the left hind leg was the third. The the chest, meaning the fats in the front of the chest, and the geira, the throat, more about that in a moment, um, would be number four. The two sides, meaning the ribs on either side, and two halves, um, would be the fifth. The sixth brought a bowl with the kravaim, or the intestines. In addition, that's, so that's six, so you have four before, plus six now is ten. And three more, Vahasolas, one has to bring the flour for the Minchas Nesachim. Vahavitin, that's the Kongadol's offering, more on that in a moment. And finally, Vahayayin, and one person brings the wine. For a total of thirteen, Shlosha Asar Kohanim Zachuba. A total of thirteen Kohanim were the winners, if you will, of this second lottery. So now, let's go back and take this apart. First of all, the mission says, as the so what's going on? Just remember, we have... All the Kohanim who are there for the day, meaning the base of that's performing today's avoda from this week's Mishmar of Kohanim, they'll all stand in a circle and there'll be this lottery to determine who will do these basic avodas. And whoever wins, by the way, the Tamit Shel Shachar, the morning daily offering, Shochet, and etc., will also be the one who does the Ben Har Baim, the afternoon Korban Tamid, and the only exception being if it's on a Shabbos, because on a Shabbos, remember, the, the there's a new week's Mishmar coming in um, between the Tamit Shachar and Tamit Shalmin Harbayim, so the morning's group of Kohanim, that Mishmar will be going out, and a new Mishmar coming in, and therefore you have to do a pious all over again on Shabbos. But normally it's only one for the day, that they'll do both morning and afternoon. So we say here the first one is Mishochet, the, the, who gets through the slaughtering. Now according to... Um, the Rambam, and this is how the Bartoner explains. In fact, the winner of the lottery, that is to say, you know, the guy who, when they counted to 100 or whatever the number they're counting to, the number landed on him. So he's the, I'll call him the winner. There'll be another 12 guys to his right um, who are like the secondary winners, a total of 13 people, which means if you just, if you want to a picture in your mind, you see they're all kind of standing in a circle. They're all sticking their fingers in the, in this, in the ring, one or two fingers, and we're counting the Kohanim, starting from the one who had his, Mitznefes removed from him, um, or counts that fixed number, whatever the number is, 60, 100, 1,000, whatever. Um, and they're going in a counterclockwise faction, fashion. When we get to that number 100, that Cohen is, let call him the winner, and 12 more to his right are also winners. 
but the, we'll call him the primary winner. So according to the Bartanura, the primary winner actually doesn't do the shechita, doesn't do the, the slaughtering of the tamid. Rather, he does the zurika, the application of the blood. And the reason why is because the shechita is considered to be less prestigious, if you will, than the zurika. First of all, zurika is the essential moment of any korban. Um, and more than that, the shechita could in theory at least be performed by anybody, not even a kohen. Even a non-kohen is acceptable to do the shechita of a korban as is done, for example, by the Korban Pesach. And therefore, it's sort of less prestigious. So the, according to the Bartonor, like the Rambam, the winner on whom the number falls, he actually will do the Zurika, which means what he does actually is three of the four essential blood of Odo. So you'll recall there are four essential um, things that must be done with the blood of an offering. The first is Shechita, that's the slaughtering. The second is the Kabbalah, the receiving of the blood as it spurts out, the live blood, Dama Nefesh. The third, the Holacha, the bringing of that blood to the Mizbech, the altar, and the fourth is the Zerika, the blood application, which um, can depend on what kind of offering it is. In the case of here, we have a, a Tamid, which is a Korban Ola, so you have a total of what's called two that are four applications. You'll throw blood in two two corners, on the corners, totaling four walls below the Chut Sikra, the red line there, or the Yisod. Okay, so that's that's the, the Zerika. So the winner, according to the, the Rambam and the Bartonero says like him again, is the one who gets to do the Kabbalah, the receiving of the blood, and the Holacha, and the Zrika. And the guy to his right, he's the one who does the Shechita. Rashi learns differently. Rashi learns that, indeed, the one whose number on whose number it stops, he is the one who does the Shechita, and the guy to his right does the Zrika. So, Mechlokos Roshonim. Um, just an FYI, there's actually different Girsal, so different versions of the Mishnah, and the other Girsal are running around. Indeed, reads, Hapai Sesheni, Mizorek, Misholchet, etc. So, the Zorek is first... Not the Shochet. At all events, so we have the Shechita and the Zrika of the Tamit Shachar, and again, they'll do the Bein Arbaim. Those are the first two. Mimadashin Mizbeach HaPenimi, the one who gets to clean out the ashes from the inner altar. So again, there's two altars, Mizbeachs, that are in the temple complex. One is the outer Mizbeach, that's the primary Mizbeach, on which all the Karbonos are offered, like what we're talking about here. But there's also the inner Mizbeach, also referred to as the golden Mizbeach, or the incense Mizbeach Torah, the incense Mizbeach, all the same thing. That inner Mizbeach sits inside the Kodesh, inside the building of the Hechel, and um, they are twice a day, half a mana in the morning and half a mana in the afternoon of incense powder is burned. Um, but every morning you have to clean out the burned powder to make room for new, the new incense powder. And then actually it's going to be done by this third, the third winner I'll call him. Um, two to the right of the winner. And in fact, this is done, the cleaning out of the inner altar is done prior to the shechita of the Tamit Shachar. Um, so it's actually, in chronology, this guy does his act first, even though I guess it's less prestigious to clean out the ashes, so therefore he's mm-hmm. now third in, in, you know, he's the second runner-up, if you will, to the win. Same goes, umi medashin es menorah, the person has to clean out the menorah, the menorah's lit every night in the evening, burns to the morning, um, but then the wicks need to be cleaned out. They're like the ashes of the wicks from the bottom of the bowl, so that has to be done also, and that will be done before um, the the Pashtas, that's a little more complicated. Complicated in terms of, there's a little more fraught with Machlok, it's exactly the order of when that happened, I discussed before, but putting that aside. Then you have Umi Mala Evarim Lakevesh, the people who brought the limbs up to the ramp after the the Tamid was 
shechted, it was had to be flayed, and then it was quartered into these different portions. So harosh varegel go first. Um, this is because, according to Artana here, the rosh is the most um, significant of the limbs. In fact, that's true lahalacha when you take a shower. The din is you're supposed to wash your head first because it's the rosh evarim. It's the gets pride of place as the most important limb because um, it's got your brain inside of it. And the regel, the regel is the right hind leg since the head doesn't have very much meat on it of the sheep, so it's not considered to be in and of itself enough. And therefore, even though the pasuk singles out the the rosh for being offered, um, as it says, this is Vayikra, Perk Aleph, Pasuk Yudbeis, says, V'nitach also, you will quarter this lamb that's being brought as the tamid, or it's actually Korban Ola in the pasuk, which is a generic Ola, Linasachav, into its portions, into its different quarters, if you will, V'es rosh, V'es pidro, and also, now we say first, its head and the pidro, the pedar is like a layer of fat, abdominal fat, that's sort of draped over the head, that's the Kohen puts that first. So it's singled out by the Pasuk. Therefore, we're going to do the, the head first, the Rosh. And as the Pasuk mentioned, we put the Pedar on top of it also. The idea is that um, since the Makamashchita, the neck where they do the incision on the animal, is sort of a bit um, sullied, it's soiled by the blood that came out of the animal. It's considered to be a little bit unseemly exposed as is, and therefore it's sort of we drape this layer of fat on top of it to conceal that, to make it sort of less, more attractive. Um, and in addition, since there's not much meat, like I said, we'll also add this right hind leg as well. That's the regal. That's the first guy. The second guy, Ushteya Yadaim, these are the two forelegs, the front legs, here referred to as kind of like the arms, if you will, of the sheep. Ha-uk, then the third guy is Ha'ukets Vaharegel. The Ukets, now Ukets probably literally best translated as tail. Just like uh, in in uh, Sukkah, the Esrog has like a, two little woody knobs on it. The one side is the Pitom, um, the other side is called the Ukets. Like that's the part where it's attached to the tree, like the trail. So here would also be sort of a tail of the animal, but it doesn't mean just the tail. We're talking here in the Ukets, we mean the whole, like the rump, the hind of of the uh, the sheep is offered, that's ukets with the tail, as well as haregel, that's the left hind leg, the right hind leg, of course, going with the rosh, so now we have the left hind leg to go, so that's the third guy. Then the chazeh v'hagera is the fourth guy. The chazeh, which literally means chest, is referring to the fats in the front of the cow, which sort of face down to the ground, in the outer layer, so those are going to be offered as the chazeh. We don't mean the meat and the bones behind, like the... the tips of the ribs, the rib cage, including those, those rib tips, rib cap, will all be brought as part of the, the side, the defunus for the next guy. But the chazeh is the fats in front, as well as the gera. The gera is the throat, but like male gera, like the word for, for cud, chewing the cud. So we're talking here about not just the, the throat, like the neck of the cow, but also um, we're talking about indeed the, the trachea, that's the windpipe, which leads down to the lungs. The lungs are included as well as the trachea, as well as the heart. All those will be brought with as part of the gera as it goes down the, I'll call it the neck, if you will, of of the cow. Oh, excuse me, of the, of the I said cow, but I apologize. I, I, it's a sheep. Then you have shtea defanos. You have the two, I'll call them ribs, the two sides of the animal, including the liver, goes there. And finally, you have the innards, harkravayim. These are the intestines. 
Um, and the person who's bringing the intestines is also responsible for doing the hadacha. We discussed that not so long ago. They're rinsing out. They have to be flushed out, those intestines, because, of course, the intestines are filled with the food that the animals been eating, and the food gets turned into, into waste, like manure, and we don't want to have that on the mizbeach, so we have to be rinsed out before we put it on the mizbeach. So those are the six um, roles of bringing up the portions of the quartered meat of the tamid. Then you have hasolus. That's the flour. That'll be the flour that's mixed with the oil to bring the minchas nesachim. Again, said it many times recently, every ola like the tamid is accompanied by a meal offering. That's what we're talking about over here. So since they're talking about a sheep, the quantity is an one isaron, a tenth of an eifa, which is the same as 43.2 eggs volume of flour. Then you have the chavitin. Now the chavitin from the word machvas. Machvas is like a pan of which they, they made this mincha, this meal offering. So this is the special, the chavitin is, the minchas chavitin is a special offering brought every day by the Kohen Gadol. That's a baked 12 loaves and half are brought in the morning, half in the afternoon. Now, when we say brought by the Kohen Gadol, as you can see from our Mishnah here, the Kohen Gadol is the one who has to pay for the minchas chavitin. But under normal circumstances, it appears that one of the Kohanim, the winner of this lottery, number 12 out of 13, he's the one who will end up bringing the Chavitin on behalf of the Kohen Gadol. And finally, the Hayayin, this is the Nisachim, this is the wine libation which accompanies the Tamid, Shashach and Ben Harbaim, um, which again is a Revias Hahin, a quarter of a Hin, because, because we're talking about here about a, about a, a lamb. So Revias Hahin, which is their 12 Lugin, in one hin, a reviasin means therefore means three lug. If you think of a lug as being 500 cc, half a liter, which is a, a good guess, I'm talking like one and a half liters of wine, something like a you know a Coke, Coke bottle, one and a half liter Coke bottle or something. Fine. So those are the thirteen guys. Shlosha asar kohanim for a total of thirteen who are winners in this second pious. Now before the mission ends, it says Amr Benazai. Benazai disagreed. Lefnei Rabbi Kiva, in front of Rabbi Kiva, Mishum Rabbi Yeshua, quoting Rabbi Yeshua, regarding the order of the bringing up of the portions of the Tamid. He says, not in order of chashivas and quantity of meat, as he listed out, but rather, derech hilucho hayakarev, the Tamid Shal Shachar and Tamid Shal Ben Arbaim, for that matter, and Ol Olos, were brought in the same order, like in, in that they walked, that's how they were offered, meaning from head, you know, from tip of the nose, so to speak, to tail, like in that in that order. So that would mean that Rosh Varegel is the first, but then a Chazeva Geira, the throat and chest second, Shteya Yadayim, the two forelegs, front legs third, Shteya Defanos, then the sides of the animal, finally Ha'ukatz Varegel, um, you have the, the, uh, the hind, the rump of the animal, as well as the hind left leg, and then ostensibly after that, you bring the kravaim, the intestines. But the halach is not like benazah, halach is like tanakama, that is brought in order of chashivas and quantity meat, as I laid out before.